Thank you very much. Good morning, everyone. I think uh, Heroes of the Faith and Faith is something that is very uh, real here. Because by faith, you're looking into a new foyer and windows. You know, that's the Hebrews 11 said, by faith. All the things that uh, were uh, done by faith. Uh, let me pray with you. Father, we bless you. We worship you. And we invite your spirit to speak to us. Because each of us are different. But you know us really, really well. So as I share this, Lord, I pray that you will encourage the Highgrove family, that you speak to them, that you will minister to whatever they're going through, and most of all, that your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Hebrews 11, 1 is pretty well known, you know, and you're starting a series on the heroes of the faith. And it says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancient were commended for. And then you have a list of all these heroes of the faith. You have Abraham and Enoch and Abel and all these things. They all did these amazing things because they believed that God was telling them to do something. Now, let me s jump to verse 32. Here it is. There, verse 32 says, And what more shall I say, says the author of Hebrews? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Now, I want to talk to you about one of my heroes of the faith, and that is Samuel. Now, in Hebrews 11, you won't find any narrative about Samuel, but his name is there. And the author of Hebrews says that there are more people there. Now, let me tell you about Samuel. And I'm going to, I want to encourage you to read this at home. Chapter 16 of 1 Samuel from verses 1 to verse uh, 13. I don't know you, but sometimes hearing the voice of God is not easy. Do you agree with me? Have you ever been disappointed by you thought that you heard something, but it wasn't right? Have you gone through that? Have you ever heard that, you know, you, 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 you have this conviction that God is telling you to do something. And you do it. You go through it. But in the end, it seems that it's not successful. Well, let me tell you something about Samuel. And I'm going to read the first verse of chapter 16 of the first book of Samuel said, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? 
Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. And I can imagine Samuel say, oh, no, Lord. Do you know why? Because the first time he anointed King Saul, and it wasn't successful. So God is inviting Samuel to a process. And now we're going to see how faith works. When you think you failed hearing the voice of God, that there wasn't something right about it. But now God is inviting Samuel, the prophet Samuel. Remember this. This is what he did for a living. Hear the voice of God and instruct the people of Israel, tell the king, because he heard the voice of God. But now, he's having second thoughts. There must be something wrong with me. Right? There must be something wrong with me. And when God says, hey Samuel, stop mourning for Saul. Now I'm sending you to anoint the second king for Israel. Can you imagine Samuel? Oh no. I'm going to be sure that I hear well. And this is what happens. I'm going to narrate it. God says to Samuel, I want you to go to the house of Jesse. I want you to go to Bethlehem. And you are going to anoint the next king of Israel. You're going to look into Jesse's sons. And, you will see, and I will tell you who that is. Have you ever thought about this? Have you ever asked God, Lord, why are you not telling me? The whole instructions. Instead, right? Instead, what he does is say, you go, you obey, and I will let you know the rest of the instructions. And I believe that Samuel, in his obedience, he didn't have all the facts. He didn't have all the information. But guess what? He obeyed God. Obedience releases revelation. Obedience releases revelation. He obeyed God. He trusted God again. Because God, I believe that God was teaching Samuel something. He was recalibrating Samuel's ear again. Why? That's what he did for a living. Hear God, tell the people. By faith, Samuel, without knowing all the details, went to Bethlehem, went to Jesse, said, send me your sons. He sees the first one. He says, surely this is the Lord's anointed one. This is the next king. And God says to him, uh-uh, it's not him. Samuel said, oh, no. This is, this is going to be like that again. Seven sons go past him. None of them. Imagine poor Samuel. Did I hear God well? Once, did, I, did I really hear that we needed, we needed to do this at High Group? <laughs> did we have to do? But God had spoken. Samuel obeyed. He persevered. He pushed another door. He asked one more question. He waited a little bit more. 
And then he said, Jesse, are, there, are these all of your sons? And Jesse said, oh, I almost forgot. There's one more. Bring it in. And when he comes, David the shepherd, okay? Samuel doesn't know who the next king is going to be. But as soon as David comes into the, at the table, God speaks again. This is it. Anoint him. By faith, by perseverance, by obedience, Samuel anointed the next king of Israel. And, do, by, and by doing that, Samuel became an instrumental tool, a blessing to the whole history of Israel and to the whole history of redemption. Because through David, the Messiah was going to come. Let us pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you that you use our humanity, our failures, and even with that, you trust us. Help us to be like Samuel, obedient and persevering. In Jesus' name, amen.